Welcome to the Roar Podcast. My name is Joel. My name is Terrell. And today we have a very special guest with us, Mr. Trevor Hall, more famously known here as T Hall around campus. Thank you so much for joining us today. No problem, guys. Happy to be here. <laughs> Terrell, want to give us a little intro to our, our guest speaker? I know, so a little backstory for everybody listening. We actually have both been students of T Halls, and so yep. we've actually gotten a taste of what he's going to sh- share with us um, today. And so before we start, Terrell, do you want to kind of introduce um, yeah. so, to the audience? Yeah. Um, what we're going to talk about today, well, and what T, uh, Professor T Hall, right? <laughs> Got to say it right. Got to say it right. Um, it's just going to talk talk with us. Sorry, y'all. I'm stuttering a lot. Um, about the exercise department and exercise science degree specifically. Mm. Um, and T Hall, can you just give us a little bit of your background, how you got to Warner, and just tell us your story a little bit? Sure. So I actually graduated from Warner in 2003. Uh, degree in exercise science, played baseball here, and I got my feet wet or started my work life in strength and conditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of my niche. Um, after I graduated, um, I finished my master's at UCF, and I kid you not, I was sitting in my studio apartment one day on the other side of University Boulevard, mm-hmm. and Dr. Regal called me out of the blue said, hey, what do you think about teaching a few classes at Warner in the fall? And I didn't have anything going on. Graduation was coming around. I thought, you know So you you hadn't graduated yet at that point? I was, this is probably late July of 2007. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he needed, I think there was a maternity leave, if I'm not mistaken. Now, this was 15 years ago, so I could be be wrong. But just something of that nature. And he needed to fill in, and I said, "Sure, I'm in. Let's do it. Sign yeah. me up." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know that originally was, I think, a year fill in, and then it snowballed into 15 years. This is year 15 for me. Wow, wow. That's teaching good. in. Uh, would you Would you have thought science. when you took that first class that you'd be here 15 minutes, 15 years later? No, because you know. Thinking back about that, I remember my first class here at Warner. Like, I'm sitting at my desk, and I was like, what have I gotten myself into? (laughs) You know? So I made it through the syllabus and made it through the class, and I was like, yes, I was so excited. You know, 50 minutes, it went off pretty well. And then the terror creeped back in. I was like, I have to do that like 44 more times. But it worked out. It was it's okay. Good. That's awesome. So for for the listener who may not know too much about um, what our degrees specifically in the exercise science world may look like, do you mind kind of describing what those look like? What degrees we offer under that umbrella for those students who are interested in pursuing maybe a, a exercise sports management kind of degree, but don't necessarily what, know what those look like? Yeah. So. Our department, exercise and sports studies, we have three majors currently. Exercise science um, deals more in the sciences, hence the name. And it's more of a preparatory degree for physical therapy, chiropractic school, graduate studies Mm -hmm. in in the exercise sciences. Um, and, And then the exercise and sport leadership degree is designed more for a personal trainer, a strength and conditioning coach, somebody that might work in a health and fitness facility in some mm-hmm. capacity. Mm. And then sport management is more on the business side of sport. Um, 
and in some capacities dealing with game day activities and administration of athletic departments, hmm. marketing, sports marketing, uh, things of that nature. So there's a little bit of a, a difference there. But I think the important thing, you know, for the listeners that are wondering, um, exercise science and exercise sport leadership do have some of the same core requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like exercise physiology, motor learning, human nutrition, principles of strength and conditioning. But there is a, a difference. Uh, more business oriented courses with sport leadership and more of the heavier sciences mm. and exercise science. So. I wish I had uh, listened to this podcast when I was trying to decide what I was going to pick. Cause originally I came to Warner to pursue the exercise sciences, but for those who know me, who might be listening, science is not my thing. And so for me, it was, <laughs> it was a quick switch to exercise sports leadership. And yep. so I thoroughly enjoyed that degree. I, I'm, I'm glad you gave that kind of that, that brief intro. Cause I think it's important for students to kind of understand that before they get here. Right. I mean, granted part mm-hmm. of the fun is learning as you go, exactly. but it's nice to be prepared. And so, but it's nice that we have kind of an umbrella of options right. to kind of cater to career goals. And that kind of segues into our next question. Yes, definitely. So, um, we have tons of alumni two sitting right here right now. Um, <laughs> but can you just um, tell us what some of our alumni are doing right now? So our currently, and I've luckily I've been able to keep up with a large percentage of our alumni just via social media. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a number of chiropractors uh, currently practicing in the field. Um, we have a number of physical therapists, uh, personal trainers, um, strength and conditioning coaches, um, we have a number of physical educators that moonlight as coaches, you know, mm-hmm. like at the high school and the middle school level. Yeah. Um, you even have an alum, uh, professor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so those, that would be the main area of where, of, of what our graduates are doing. Yeah. Um, Good. Yeah. Good. We definitely, seems like we have a wide range mm-hmm. and, you know, me speaking, I'm going to name drop just cause, you know, talking to. Xavier briefly, you know, he's studying for his CSCS and then right. you got yeah. Ryan out in Washington. That's right. Um, working with the government. Right. right. Doing yeah. all. So he's definitely a strength and conditioning coach. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Definitely have a wide range of alumni. And, and something speaking of as an alumni, it's a great launching pad for you to kind of take that next step. Like you're so well immersed and prepared here during your time at Warner that you kind of have the doors are wide open depending on what you want to pursue and i think that's kind of cool about our alumni that there is such a wide gamut right. of what they're pursuing within these thanks to these programs mm-hmm. and so in light of that what do you think uh, t hall makes our programs unique I, I know these degrees are offered at a variety of different institutions but what right. warner makes these degrees so unique well just uh, thinking about that discussion that we just had you know ryan and, mm-hmm. and his work uh, at, uh, in the government as a strength and conditioning coach. One of the unique things that's really started to happen in our degree program uh, the last few years would be the experiences that are available to our students mm-hmm. during the undergraduate time. Mm. I know when I was here, um, and, and this was just a sign of the times, this wasn't anything that had to do with my professors or anything like that, but I didn't have any strength and conditioning experience mm. when I was a student here. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to have that experience, but it, it was difficult. We did not have the connections that we mm. have now with social media and, you know, the email and the yep. video access mm. and all of that. Mm. Um, we didn't have a strength and conditioning coach when I was here at Warner. Yeah. But now 
these these students are coming in and we have students like Ryan Jernstrom and uh, Charles Nelson yep. who yep. have three years of experience mm. under their belt mm. yeah. um, and great, fantastic internships. I know I'm jumping ahead here, but Charles did an internship at the University of Florida yep. this summer with uh, football. Yeah, that's impressive. You, you you cannot get a better experience than that mm-hmm. as an undergraduate. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of our graduates have significant experience in the field before they even walk across the stage. Mm-hmm. And they're all actively working towards a certification mm-hmm. like the uh, CSCS, uh, the National Strength and Conditioning Association. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're going to leave that stage. They're going to shake Dr. Hoag's hand and they're going to be ready to roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a big deal. Um, yeah, huge deal. Uh, to, it's a big deal to us. It's a big deal to the student. It's a big deal to the families that are um, you know, helping that student along in their their undergraduate experience. So I think I have more to the unique <laughs> side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was just kind yeah. of a riff. You know what I mean? Y'all yeah. know me. So speaking of um, – other experiences at Warner, um, as far as uniqueness goes, are there any specific clubs or um, societies or things that students can join to help them, you know, further their education in Warner and outside of? Well, we do have the Honor Society, the uh, Phi Epsilon Kappa mm-hmm. Honor Society. Um, Dr. Regal has been real instrumental in um, getting a chapter of that honor society here on campus. Um, and I think, you know, the, it's kind of cliche to say, but the network aspect of this discipline or profession is so important Mm -hmm. and it's important to our discussions, uh, within the classroom itself. Um, and, and so we've really been working, you know, kind of going back, I don't mean to jump around, but going back to the uniqueness of, of our degree, we've really been working hard at this networking concept mm. and not just, hey, let's find a couple of names that we like and write down their phone number. But mm. it's let's seek these people out. Yeah. Let's see if we can get a Zoom interview. Mm. I know that Zoom's mm. kind of like a bad word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I and, you know, for instance, in one of my courses uh, teaching health and personal fitness this semester, I challenged them as like a small extra credit assignment, I was like, Hey, go find somebody that's doing what you want to do right now Mm -hmm. and reach out to them and see if you can get an interview. See if you can talk with them on zoom, Mm. see if you can bounce questions off of them as to, Hey, I want to go where you're going. What are my steps? Mm -hmm. How do we do that? I've even been doing that Personally, I mean, y'all know that I'm a little bit of a dork, a little bit of a nerd when it comes to exercise, (laughs) training, the whole. I mean, I spent this two weeks ago, I spent like three hours on a Zoom call with two different coaches Mm -hmm. that have a really unique way of looking at um, football training Mm -hmm. and and how to condition and things of that nature. So we literally just geeked out on Zoom for like two and a half hours. High school football (laughs) coach from Minnesota. Yeah. I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, tell me more. Like, what do you do here? Like, how do you frame a sprint workout? Mm -hmm. How do you view like training in season? And so we're just like bouncing training content off of each other on a random Thursday (laughs) at four o'clock. So I think that that's really important. The communication aspect, the ability to connect with professionals in the field right now Mm -hmm. is such a different 
paradigm as to when, you know, I was in school. And so that's what I think is really cool. That's awesome. So what are your, you've been doing this for 15 years now. What are, what are your top three courses that you enjoy teaching and kind of maybe for a student who's like, Hey, I want to study exercise science. What kind of courses will I be taking? Um, what, so kind of piggyback, like what's your favorite and what can a student kind of expect? Yeah. So my top three would probably be considered like cornerstone courses of Mm -hmm. both the majors that we talked about exercise science and then the sport leadership course. Um, so kinesiology and biomechanics. Woo woo. Woo. Yeah. That was my favorite. <laughs> that was mine too. Right next to nutrition. Mm-hmm. Right. Exercise physiology and then principles of strength and conditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, honestly, my thought process has kind of shifted. You know, I mentioned that I was heavily based in like strength and conditioning at the beginning of my career, but you know, I'm getting a little bit older. I used I coached for a while, I coached for a while here at Warner. Um, with men's basketball and a strength and conditioning capacity. But the way that I'm starting to frame this is changing a little bit. I'm starting to look more at physical activity and like the the health benefits and mm-hmm. you know, immunity. You know, that's real big right now. And maintaining independence mm. as, as people age, quality of life. Mm. And so these courses, that's kind of where we're at. A little bit of a transition. Like the kinesiology class is heavily, heavily based on how do we move human mm-hmm. movement? How do we adapt to human movement? Mm-hmm. Um, how can the body move? How can we express ourselves? You know, what are some of the benefits to physical activity? How hard do we need to train to reap the benefits? How long? Mm-hmm. You know, those are all, all things that we're looking at. Um, exercise physiology is a little bit more of a science heavily based in science Mm -hmm. and so if kinesiology is like the macro the movement exercise physiology is more of the micro and Mm -hmm. that word physiology is there to Mm -hmm. a large extent and y'all probably remember some of that i sure do some nightmares every once in a while (laughs) yeah it gets it gets gets, a little bit down and dirty but yeah you know it's 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 really interesting to understand from that physiological level, how the body works mm. or not understand how it works, but you know, get a glimpse into complexity mm. of mm-hmm. uh, God's creation, yes. I think is really phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that class, you know, um, teaching that class and then taking advanced exercise phys- physiology at um, the University of Pittsburgh, um, I can honestly say that it was almost like a worship experience mm-hmm. to God saying, you, you are so great. Your creation is amazing. Yeah. I, I tap out. Please help me. <laughs> <laughs> help me to teach it. Help me to understand it because yeah. it's so uh, amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the design is just phenomenal. That's so cool. that's X-Fizz. Yeah. <laughs> sure and then, you know, principles of strength and conditioning, that's probably what most students would associate with the degree mm-hmm. coming in, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, the sets and the reps, mm-hmm. some of the logistics mm-hmm. related yeah. to training. Um, that's a, that's a pretty big topic in that mm-hmm. class. So, yeah. but they're all integrated and mm-hmm. there are aspects of each class that thread in and out of this, this whole discussion of human movement and physical mm-hmm. activity. So. Definitely. Cool. Well, thanks for that snapshot. That was, yeah. That's pretty cool. That yeah. brought back memories. Those Look, are some, some can, good and bad, if right, we're being can honest. I, <laughs> can I tell you, the? Um, I still, because um, me and, um, since Avery started studying for his uh, CSCS, right. we'll 
I'll help them study. Like we'll get on a, a call and I'll read off the um, the app or whatever, go through questions, all that stuff. And I remember, um, I think it was in the kinesiology class when um, we would uh, talk about the fascia, right, and mm. the integration into movement and how um, you know it's um, benefits in in recovery and and all that stuff. That stuff is like it's gotten to the. <laughs> I kind of I look at it's like wow when I was when I was in class I was like I was really interested and I didn't think about it that much but now I'm at home yeah <laughs> reading an article and, right. you know it's it's yeah. yeah definitely it's awesome it's absolutely awesome so um getting into um as far as going back to kind of career paths and what students want to do with a degree what minors do you think would complement these degrees right so Obviously, bi- biology is a nice hmm. uh, adjunct to to our curriculum. Mm-hmm. Um, my minor was in biology yeah. when I was here at Warner, um, so that's that's a good a good place to start. Um, business is not a bad idea as well, you know, especially for the sport leadership folks, mm-hmm. um, because you you know you might be able to start your own business. Mm-hmm. We we've had individuals that have graduated from Warner that have from scratch. Started a facility, wow. a training facility. Yeah. Um, so having some basic understanding of business startup and mm. some of those basic principles mm. can be pretty important. And I actually put community. I, I was thinking about communication today um, mm-hmm. as well. I've been thinking about how our curriculum is supporting a modern society and, and helping the students to enter into a, a, a modern world. And I mean, we're doing one one right now, like podcasting, um, videos, uh, social media. Those are all really big aspects of training and conditioning now. Yeah. And so I think the communicative element is important to have some of the coursework here at Warner support that in those ways, I think could be valuable, you know, for for the students, depending on what they want to do. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Well, T. Hall, thanks. That was fun. No problem. Thanks for joining us. And I, I know this information. Again, if I was a kid in high school, I wish I had ask access to this kind of yeah. material before I went to college, or just kind of this kind of platform to learn and grow. Yes. Uh, and understand kind of the topics before I even started. Because a lot so. of a lot of students will go right out of high school, be like, "I want to do this," and they have one person tell them one thing, and they stick to it, and they don't look any further. Right. right. Yeah. And it's not like this information was right in front of their face either. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's awesome to be able to have these conversations mm-hmm. and be able to present students with this information so that they come in just a little bit more prepared mm-hmm. right. than they were before. Absolutely. Um, so as we kind of come to a close, is there anything else that you think students should know moving into about the exercise science program? Well, one thing, you know, I, we have a number of students that come in and kind of have a to your point, a singular idea of, mm-hmm. oh, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And then it changes mm-hmm. and it evolves. And they have different experiences in different classes and different discussions with professors. So my my point is it's okay to have an idea of what you want to do when you come in here to this degree, but I, I would encourage students to let it breathe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have your ideas, but you you never you you won't quite know. Until you've been in some of the mm-hmm. courses, had discussions with myself and the other professors, and had discussions outside of class and have experiences outside of class that can really help 
um, with this with this experience. You know, just as an example, and I don't mean to keep y'all, but I have a student right now that was athletic training, athletic training, went to a school prior to Warner and mm-hmm. it was an undergraduate degree in athletic training, mm-hmm. transferred to Warner and has had experiences, obviously, in the training room. But we did a presentation in motor learning the other day, and it was more of a coaching presentation. Mm-hmm. And I brought this student, I pulled this student to the side and said, hey, like, there's something there. Mm. Yeah. Like, I just saw something that I didn't, that I don't really see in class. And I don't know if anybody else has seen it, but there's a little bit of a spark there mm. with coaching mm-hmm. and athletic performance, strength, and conditioning. And so, mm. like, I was like, keep that in mind. Yeah. It's like, you're going to graduate next semester. Mm-hmm. You need to have a discussion with the strength and conditioning coach. You're doing an internship. Yeah. You need to mm-hmm. think about putting in hours. Mm-hmm. And so now this student is going to graduate with tons of hours in the athletic training room, mm-hmm. maybe a semester in the weight room. Mm-hmm. Wow. And now you have this robust yeah. resume yeah. Wow. when you graduate. And they're going to sit for the certified strength and conditioning wow, specialist they're, they're in potentially in a great May. spot. Wow. So it's like, oh my, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, That's you awesome. Know, and there's that shift, right? Yeah. There's yep. that, this is what I'm going to do. But you go through the college experience and you you change. Mm-hmm. And you, you you see really who you are yeah. um, at that end. And that's what I really <laughs> like. And that's, yeah. that's really cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, Terrell, do you want to yes, bring the is, ship home? It is time it is for time. the final question. Right. The final question. So... Um, have you ever seen Shrek 3? Oh, man, this is embarrassing. <laughs> I have three kids. I should have seen it. So there's a scene in Shrek 3. Shrek is hosting a party or whatever, and there's this little kid with a bob and a lollipop, and he comes up to Shrek, and he says, Do the roar. Do so this the is, roar. This is called The Roar. This roar is what podcast. our podcast this is called. So yeah. you got to do the roar. Really? You gotta give us your best roar, best roar on the Roar podcast. Oh wow, you guys are putting me on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> we are. And you got some big shoes to fill. The last person, Doctor Sanchez, don't let her outroar you. Uh, there's no way <laughs> that I could outroar Doctor Sanchez. I'm not even going to attempt to do that. But you know, inevitably at our house, we get into. I don't, at our house, a big thing is like to scare people. Right? So yeah. When I come home, I have to tiptoe around the door because uh-huh. I could have a little kid there, but eventually, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I, I try to sit behind the couch and like, uh-huh. there we go. That was not bad. That was not bad. There we go. You scare the heck out of a kid when they get scared. It's like joy uh-huh. and terror. Yeah, at the same time. time. You know, yeah. So I just let it out. Yeah. That's what y'all just heard. There we go. Awesome. Well, T Hall, thanks again for joining us. Um, For our listeners, check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere podcasts are streamed and check us out. Till next time, guys. Peace.